Welcome to the ultimate episode of 115 Miles. It's been a huge year for us. We feel like we've taken the podcast to the next level and we hope to take it again to another level in 2022. 2022 will be our third calendar year, believe it or not, of recording 115 Miles. In this episode, uh, we have an episode littered with technical issues from my laptop. First, the a microphone stopped recording, so we had to use the Zoom recording, which also cut out around half an hour into the episode. We didn't want to just not give you anything. We know that there's people that listen to this every week, so we thought we'd give you the half an hour that we got and actually leave you on a cliffhanger with a conversation that we will re revisit in the first episode of 2022, unless some other crazy stuff happens and we decide to go elsewhere. In this episode, we, we, we talk about email structure. Trust me, it's a good conversation. We have a really powerful and meaningful emotional check-in before diving in to look at what's happening in the world and then my laptop completely failing. We didn't have enough time to re-record, as I say, but the people that listen regularly and our new listeners mean a lot to us. So we wanted to put this episode out anyway, so you didn't wonder where we were or if we'd gone missing. We hope you have an amazing Christmas. Look out for us in the new year, first or second week of January. And the best way to stay up to date with all of that is to follow us at 115 miles pod on Instagram. Come over, check us out. We'll see you in the new year, reaching new heights. And thanks for tuning in so often throughout this year. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. Growing up 115 miles apart, our lives couldn't have been more different, but we find ourselves today with many similarities and outlooks upon life. Join us on our podcast as we take a topical dive into life, work, culture, and everything in between. Hassan, we are here for the ultimate episode of the year. Oh, you got it right this time. It's ultimate, <laughs> not an ultimate. Nice one. I'll tell you what I want in 22. I want you to um, have another way of saying, Hassan, <laughs> and work something else out. <laughs> no, Do you know, I, regu I regularly think about it, um, uh, but clearly not enough because I never get past it. I just go with Hassan. It's like, a, I think people will be like, when they hear it, it'll be like, there we are. They're back. Yeah, it's a bit like hearing the big, like the first beat of a theme tune that you're very familiar with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'll very, very, very few people call me by my full name. It's just my mum, really. And then yeah. new people I'm introduced to, they, they find it awkward to call me Hass, even though I keep signing off my emails as Hass. They keep coming back Hassan. I have to tell them, come on, I'm Hass. Do you? Yeah. It, I was thinking about this the other day, right? You know, you when think you get about a me a lot, don't you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> come on, let's you go. Know, you know, when you get an email, right, from somebody and their name is Jonathan, right? But they mm -hmm. sign it off, Johnny. First email, you email them the first time, right? You see that their email's Jonathan. You say, hey, Jonathan, what's happening? Blah, 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 right? And yeah. then they email you back and they sign it off, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. 
your next email when you go back yeah are you hitting them with the hi johnny or are you like he hasn't said i can call him johnny uh i'd hit him hit him back with a johnny because that's Cause, that's that's the permission yeah 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 do you know I'll the thing that do you know the thing that gets me on emails yeah when you get a, like when you get a like a little X, little kiss from someone. That's just a sign off for them. And then I almost feel like, oh, I need to go back with one. How many of them do you get, mate? I don't think I've ever got a kiss. I get them. Uh, I get them. <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're on email etiquette, because we're going there, I want to ask you some uh, some other stuff about it. Yeah, sure. I'll just give you a lesson in business. If you hit someone back with it, so Johnny's, you've emailed Johnny, yeah, Jonathan. He's come back. He's signed off Johnny. So now you've hit him when you go back with a hi, Johnny, right? And then he's like, yeah, okay, let's do Thursday, 9 a.m. work. Are you hitting him with the full format again? Hi, Johnny. Yes, 9 a.m. works. Or are you skipping the hi, Johnny? Because some people are putting the hi, Josh, at the beginning of every email. And I'm like, look, I don't think we need to keep saying hi. I'm just going to hit you with death. Yes, that works for me. And I'm going to sign it off. Mm, okay. What do I you do, say, Has? I would say don't overthink it, Josh. I'm not overthinking it. But for the purpose of 115 Miles podcast, I'm having a conversation. What do you do, Has? I would uh, not go with the full format again. Okay. Okay, so it becomes a bit more like a text message. It's sort of weird. Like you, you, I think you mirror the activity of your correspondent. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. they if they're coming with the formal full on, you kind yeah. of got a re- return in kind. Whereas if they're yeah. coming back with a fairly simple, straightforward narrative, just meet me at, meet me in Saint Louis at nine a.m. You'd be like, cool. See you in Saint Louis at nine a.m. Fucking hell, house. Don't overthink it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think do you think email will ever die out why do you think email hasn't died out in a in a, in a work sense and it sort of has in every other sense of our lives uh, it's, it's still in its infancy josh what email is yeah it will die out mean? yeah it's not been around that long it will die out oh mate email's been around for for ages in comparison to anything else to what comparison to what writing letters um, when was the last time you wrote a letter what what I've got going apart, on in my apart, life? I'm writing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> apart from your letter to Santa, um, yeah, but um, it 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 will fade out because we'll we'll there will be a new form of communication. Like we only started sending emails really in in the nineties. You know, like it, it's not that long. We used to use typewriters before. Yeah, we write letters, and fax, fax machines. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, pages. Remember pages. I had a pager, mate, at school. I bet I you did. One. I bet you had three got... <laughs> with your county lines. <laughs> oh, mate. I had a pager and my bat pager. Do you know what a bat, you know, like a bat phone? Yeah. You know what a bat phone is? I know what a bat phone is. Yeah, so What's I had bat- the, the equivalent, oh. but with a pager. Oh, okay. Fuck a red enough. one. Let's move on, shall we? Yeah, um, this is getting boring. <laughs> this is about as good as my start last time. <laughs> At least we've realised that five minutes and not ten. Yeah, how, uh, tell me about email structures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, let's I move on. I think that's a needed conversation. 
Because, by the way, text messages died, isn't it? Text messages died out. Nobody really texts yeah. anymore, do they? Uh, I, I still text. Uh, do you, though? You don't text me. I WhatsApp you. Mm, well, it's not texting me. Is it not the same thing? No. It's not, is it? It's WhatsApping. And also, young people like voice note now. Mm. And then also, there's a very small age group of of individual, yeah, that when they text you, they abbreviate everything. So like they put, are you okay? The letter R, the letter U, okay, yeah. And then they put like today, right? Because they obviously really got into text messaging when you only add a certain amount of characters. So you had to like shorten everything. Ah, okay. And that's of an age group of a, of like a very small age group of people that do it. And yeah, like when you, you get really text messages like that, anymore, no, yeah. no, 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 because it's normally people that are like started using and they've never adapted to the fact that you can, you don't have to abbreviate everything now because you can send a long message. Yeah. I like the voice it's, note. I like the voice note method. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of voice note method. Um, actually, we might talk about that a little bit later in a bit more depth. Um, so yeah, you oh, told I me can't that wait. <laughs> you told me it was a shit start and I've done three more minutes of it uh, Has today yes. I wanted to start by, by doing a bit of a check in right um, so people won't be able to see this but what I'm going to do is uh, share with you something that I use in a lot of my workshops that I do um, and it's called the emotional wheel right Okay. Um, so I want you to check in. I want you to look at the words on there. That's just as a, as a way of trying to help you. Uh, and I want you to look on the words on there and, t- and t- check in with me. Tell me how you feel. What, what am I supposed to be doing with the words though? Is it stimulus? It's not hard, mate. You just, you just say them. What do you mean? Say them just, <laughs> well, no, look, okay. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start by checking in. Right. And I'll say to you, right. I'm feeling at the moment, um, a little bit threatened and insecure. I've got some things going on in my family life at the moment that are making me that are making me feel that way. Um, there's also a little bit of uh, pride in me, as in I'm feeling proud um, of myself, and I'm feeling proud of my family um, and the ways in which we're showing up to some of the difficulties that we might be facing at the moment. And I can give you one more. I feel uh, a little bit overwhelmed as well and the overwhelm is coming from everything that i'm facing at the moment okay um so i've given you three there and sort of explain them okay cool i like this um well one that's really uh pops out to me on the outer wheel is empty feeling empty and i think um you know uh just to kind of categorize that it's just energy wise i feel very drained um uh, it's been a it's been a, a a busy year and fulfilling in many ways and you know I feel happy but you know I I I realize I realize that there may be some sort of reflections given that it's the last uh, episode of the year and I realize that uh, I've I've put a lot into work and probably um, not enough into the other stuff so empty from an energy perspective. Um, hopeful. Uh, I feel like 22 for for a, n- a number of reasons is um, is going to be exciting and fun. I think it's going to it's going to grow me in many ways. I'm going to grow very much personally. I, f- I, I can feel myself um, setting myself some cha- internal challenges uh, around health, around um, 
what I'm going to get done next year. So I feel hopeful and excited about that. Um, and I can't really find it here, but I, I feel um, a little bit, um, uh, uh, I feel a bit sad, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, Chris, Chris suffered a very personal loss um, last week and, and that's, I can't, you know, move away from that. That's very much in, in, in what's going on at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's that. And then, you know, on the, uh, you like coming to the center of the wheel, I feel joyful, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a really good year on loads of fronts as well. Like, you know, family is really connected. Uh, work has been, you know, really good for us and, uh, great, great relationships with lots of people, uh, around the world. And that feels, I feel uh, joyful for that. Brilliant. Brilliant. And I just, uh, I really like using that, right? I do that a lot with, uh, when I work with any number of groups, right? Because I think one of the things that it shows you is that it's okay to kind of have mixed emotions. I really, uh, you know, shout out and love to Chris and everything that he's going through. Right. But it just shows you that you're allowed to kind of hold both of those polar opposite emotions. You're allowed to feel your sadness, right? And you're allowed to kind of lean into that and be with that feeling that's there. And at the same time, you're allowed to still feel the joy that you feel for the year that you've had. And mm. I think we as people have to get better at that. Um, but I do realize that uh, when I do this exercise with people, I, what, what I see is that it's very simple, right? Um, is that it opens up things for people. It opens up the realization that, wow, um, I can be in both of these. I can be in all of these places at once, hmm. um, which is something that we're not very good at. And then, and then also when you talked about overwhelmed, I think a lot of people are feeling that overwhelm. Uh, I don't think you used the, the word overwhelm. I think you actually started with the word empty. Um, and, uh, I was with shout out to every, the team at unknown. I was with them recently. Uh, this week and they were talking about similar stuff and I said I think a little bit of it is when you know when you go out for a run uh, that's like this exercise thing that you do right you normally put on sports gear and you go out and it's exercise do you know what that is mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen it on TV before <laughs> <laughs> no I'm joking but you know when you go out for a run or you do any kind of exercise when you can see your home yeah you get more tired, right? Your legs go heavy and all of a sudden you're struggling. Yeah. But it, like, it doesn't matter if you go for a five kilometer, 10 kilometer, two kilometer, you will feel the same tight level of tiredness when you get to the last like half a kilometer. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's something in that. We all know there's a break coming and it's like, we're on the, the kind of last hurdle. So I think there's a bit of that. Um, do you know what else? Just, I th sorry. Did, before we move on, I think people really struggle to just own what they're feeling uh, because they want to be humble. They don't want to be braggy. They don't want to, uh, they almost don't want to kind of make a big statement, but I was, I was with someone yesterday, I was coaching and I was doing a bit of a, you know, how's, how's the year been? How are you feeling? All that sort of stuff. And, and they said uh, something like, uh, Oh yeah, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling tired, but I suppose everyone's feeling tired. Right. Almost like, you, yeah. you know, it's invalidating that the fact that, that they're really tired. And I didn't get a chance to say it in the moment because we sort of moved on, but everything's relative. You can be tired, feel really tired and understand that other people are too. And it doesn't invalidate your tiredness. 
and you don't have to feel awkward about saying, oh, I feel really tired, it's, you know, or exhausted or drained or whatever that is. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to downplay it just because you're sort of worried about the other person on the other side of the table and what they're going through. And that's where that comes from. You almost feel like saying, well, how can I possibly, you know, be tired when I think about what they've got going on and things like that. And actually it can be all things. You can be tired and you can be empathetic and compassionate about what they might be going through in their world as well. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And that, you know, one thing from a lot of the things that I've been doing this year, the one thing that I'm really realizing and I, you know, I probably bang on about this too much, but is the value in space in, in having space for how you're feeling in your moment, irrespective of anything else that's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we all, what we all want is space in our lives for somebody to hold us metaphorically, right? Sometimes, but, but to kind of hold us in where we're at and what we're feeling and to point and, and to let it out completely un, uh, unedited and unchecked. Do you know what I mean? Just be like, this is where I'm at. More of them spaces are very much needed. And actually it leans in, you talked about voice notes earlier. One of the things I've been talking about, I talk about it so much to a lot of people now is get with the voice note. Yeah. And uh, get with dropping people a voice note, a, a bit of an emotional dump. Do you know what I mean? Uh, get it off your chest, say it, know that someone's going to hear it. But I always caveat that by saying when you do the brain dump voice notes, you should, if it's a, if it's an emotional dump, yeah. Straight after the voice note, say, this is an emotional dump. Don't be rushed to, to, to hear this. Mm. It's more about me getting it off my chest and knowing that it will be heard. I think that should be etiquette that comes with that. Yeah. Um, you did that to me yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause I think and it's I, important. And I appreciated it actually. Like, but, um, but also the other thing is as a friend, I went straight into it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't even get to the end of it and I gave you a call, you know, yeah. and, and because I felt like I wanted to, but like, I, I think that's, yeah. I, I use the voice note to, say things that you don't sometimes you don't have the time or you don't you don't know the other person whether they're ready to receive a call or, or something but you don't want to send it in a text message because yeah the text message is so impersonal or the or the whatsapp or you know are you okay yeah. um uh but you know the, vo the voice note uh is a, a nice way a happy medium isn't it yeah, it is. It is. And uh, we may have even talked about it on the podcast originally, right? Because this will show you. And this shows you how things quickly things change. I don't know if we did talk about it on the podcast, but I used to fucking hate people that voice noted me. Yeah. I used to be like, don't voice note me. But then, uh, you know, the invention of listening on 1.5 or times two. That's mate, that's the game changer, isn't it? <laughs> it's changed everything. I don't listen to you at normal time, mate. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> one and a half or two. <laughs> no, no, but it's so true. And 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 again, mate, right? I know that I keep coming back to the conversation that you talked about as being boring at the beginning, right? But the phone calls change now. Most people, if they ring you, yeah, if they ring you, if it comes up that someone's ringing you, you think, shit, why is he ringing me? If yeah. you ring me, I think it's important. I need to get back to it. maybe not so much you because me and you are quite close and we sort of ring each other mostly. But yeah. like if my brother rings me, something's yeah. going on. There's something going on. That never used to be yeah. the case if someone rang you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with <laughs> it's the same with the knocking at the door. Nobody oh, knocks at the door. Is this anymore. all you got, mate? If, is this all if you the, got? If, if, the, if the door goes, yeah, um, then then it's a worry, right? Isn't it? 
because nobody you're knocks the door a now. Deep insight into <laughs> your anxiety fueled uh, mindset, aren't you? Uh, you know what? I'll what happens? You know what? What happens what, if you get a parcel? Uh, then, 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 then they knock at the door. <laughs> Fucking hell! This has got bad. Right at the point, I've realised as well that my voice notes stopped recording. I think that probably happened when I shared my screen. So just to let people know when you listen to this, it will be the audio straight off of Zoom, which is, um, which is fine. Nope. What do you mean, nope? I think you should put your voice note back on. Your voice yeah, back It's on. been off. Uh, it recorded seven minutes. We've been going for 20. Um, so in live action in the moment issues has, which is a nice segue. <laughs> to the next thing I want to talk about. Has I, I I feel like we've uh, either purposely, consciously, or unconsciously avoided talking about the situation uh, in society now. What are you laughing at? What's the situation? <laughs> What's, the- <laughs> What's the situation uh, with COVID? Did you just make fun of my voice there? Well, I don't know why you said <laughs> What's the situation? Uh, I don't know. It's like a film. Um, how do you, when, so we did that emotional check-in, right, a minute ago, talking about um, how you're feeling. And we sort of, I think we did that in a very personal personal way. How do you feel about what's going on in the world like right now? Uh, very, uh, I'm just going to give you my per- personal point of view of how it's impacting me. I feel nervous about what the world's going to, what's going to happen to the world based on what I'm sort of an energy I'm picking up or from, you know, the media, the narrative, people dropping down with, you know, everyone, everyone's getting pinched left, right and center by COVID. So I'm a bit nervous about what's going to go down in the coming months, whether it's a, a you know, a lockdown imposed uh, or whether actually people start getting sick again. I, I don't really know, but yeah. So I just feel a bit sort of nervous um, and I think that's largely due to the fact that the kind of human I am, I, I like, I prefer certainty over uncertainty. And mm. it felt like there was at least some certainty for the last six, seven, eight months, you know, where we, we just go, okay, this is, this is what life's going to be like. I think for a lot of people, they've really struggled with how quickly things have moved in the last couple of weeks how two weeks ago everyone was like okay this could be a fairly normal christmas the first one in a long time and then suddenly it it, it could potentially not be the case at all it's already started Mm. to not be the case in fact here in the uk um i don't know what's going on in the rest of the world i I think we've also become quite insular and uh you know and um uh you know so i don't really know what's going on in europe and I don't really know how bad it is in the States. And you just read things, obviously, that's, you know, it's still, it's still massive. And then I think the final thing I'm feeling is, is anger at, uh, at, at the, you know, how this has played out, how Western countries and big pharma companies, this was all very predictable, you mm. know, how, how they monopolized all of the, um, all of the kind of the, the vaccines made them inaccessible, uh, you know, held protected patent rights when this should have been, you know, when they were, when they were positioned as a global pandemic and this is a global kind of coming together, yet 
um, you know, economically less um, uh, less well-off countries, countries in Africa, uh, you know, couldn't get the vaccine. And so you have unvaccinated people and, you know, and so this is going to happen. Yeah. And they were, you know, that there was a lot of that talk about uh, the, 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 the new Omnicom variant, right. Which is the one that seems to be to quote the, the media ripping through society at the moment. Um, 70, seem to be- apparently 70 times more infectious than Delta. Yeah, which we shouldn't be surprised about because that's what viruses have done since the beginning of time. Actually, they tend to get less um, deadly and less harmful, um, but more, you know, they spread quicker. Because How they do don't you want- feel? Um, I feel a mixture of things. I feel, um, I, feel, I feel isolated from people because I feel like the way that I look at it doesn't, doesn't fit the common narrative. Um, something that I've realized more recently is that I feel quite triggered back to being the boy that I was when I was younger. Um, because I think society has become very dysfunctional as a result of what we're experiencing. If you look at a dysfunctional environment, um, the leaders, like a dysfunctional family environment, for example, the, is normally driven by a parent who's not following any of the rules themselves, but imposing black and white rules that's, you, that you know that you can't necessarily always make sense of. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan.